G'day and welcome to the Wing It Podcast. Now, if this is your first episode or your 18th episode of this series, I'd like to thank you for joining us. But in this series, Dogger and I will be going through and previewing every single AFL team. We're going to be talking about what we like, what we don't like, and where this team will end up come season's end. So I apologise in advance if we rip your team a new one, but let's get to it. The Crom. Much, much anticipated. This might be the biggest episode out of all our previews. We're on eggshells here. We are. I'm very nervous about this one. I'm damned if I do. I'm damned if I don't. I can't win on this. The backlash is very worrying. 100%. But anyway, let's get into it. So Adelaide Crows, a bit of a preview for their season. What we like at the moment, they're all in on youth. Yeah, I love that. And they have to be. And it's good youth as well. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't. Done it terribly, no. No, no. They've, they've done quite well in the draft uh, and even well in free agency. They've had a really good off-season, I reckon. Jordan so. Dor- we'll talk about Jordan, Dor- Jordan Dawson more, yep. but a huge get. Yeah. Huge get. Awesome. And obviously, you want a player who's who's wanting to stay and wants to sort of spend the rest of their career and life uh, in and Adelaide. And fits the age profile perfectly. Exactly right. And so. the thing is, Dawson, what, I like, what we like about him a lot, he can play oh, probably every position on the ground. That's yep. not a key position. Yeah. He's half back, he's half forward. You could play him through the guts on the wing. I'd even throw him forward in a pocket if I have to. I was going to say, I'll put him as a mid-sized forward and I wouldn't really worry about it for no. a quarter. So, um, no, he, he's a great fit. Obviously, as you said, fits the age profile for this team. He's a little bit older than the guys coming through. Yeah. But you need Perfect. that sort of veteran pre- presence um, more so as well. And coming from probably the club with the best uh, in terms of culture, culture and yeah. management-wise and being Sydney. So, yeah. great head to bring in. What else do we like? I like... A Miller. lot, a fit Wayne Miller. Yeah, exactly right. Kid's a star. It's almost like a brand new player again. It is. Because we haven't seen him for, what, a couple of years now, oh, it feels least. like. Yeah, so, it does. Um, obviously had that really unfortunate injury last year. That was um, But he's coming back fit and better than ever from what we're hearing from Adelaide Crows All camp. Reports, so, yep. Uh, it's very exciting for Miller. He's that guy out of the out of defence that can be that halfback role that frees up Dawson, frees up Laird, frees them all up, just ball quality out of defence, punching into their half-forward line. Perfect player for the position, and I think it's going to be a really, really, really good year for him, and I hope so. Yeah, we've seen, obviously, um, premiership teams really built on the, the uh, run and carry off half-bank. So, He's that guy. Um, yeah, exactly right. I don't want to throw it out there, but like Bungie McLeod was very important for the Crows oh. in the 90s. So I'm not going to compare them. No, I'm not gonna, he's the best player I've ever seen play. I'm not going to compare them, but uh, obviously he's going to be awesome for that sort of half-back <sighs> running carry. Bungie McLeod so. with Wayne Miller. Just throwing it out there. Jeez, that's the best player I've ever seen play. That's coming from a Port fan, so there we go. But we lo- what else we like? We like a lot of things about the Crom this year, so don't shoot us here. They are going to improve from last year. Exactly. They're going to have to improve. If you get better and better every year, then that's what more do you want as a footy team? As a rebuilding side, that's your only goal, really, isn't it? Exactly right. And so. a key part of this improvement is their head coach. We're big fans of Matty Nix. Oh, I love Nixie. Absolutely 100%. love him. I think he's just got the mindset down so well. So everything I'm hearing from the club and also that uh, Amazon Prime documentary as well. Yes. It made me gain a lot of respect for him. So yes. I think he's driving the culture there. He's been a huge like sort of father figure and role model for the team as well, which is awesome. And obviously, we know how how great he is tactically as well. So I mean, he's come from winning winning teams. It was at GWS when they were winning, at Port Adelaide when they were winning. He's come from winning sides, so he's got that winning culture. Now, with, with every episode we do, what we don't like, I've had to hold back my uh, seventeen dot points into five. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to start off with where is the experience? Mm. We said they're going in all in on youth. 
I'm actually struggling to look at that team to really look at experience. Well, it's, it's scattered it around, but they've let it go, let go of a lot of experience in oh, the last few years. Just those mid to eight, mid mid to old ages, they've let go. Like Cole Hardigan's an example. Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch, for example. Daniel Talia. These players that they've let go would have been really, really good spearheads to help this team go forward. Yeah. Now they've lacked that experience in all components. And if you look at that first four weeks, who has experience in that forward line? No one at all. That's Without text, I don't know who has experience. That's their issue. Just that lack of guidance in every part of the field, really. Oh, 100%. You've got a, a fair bit of experience in the midfield, but you need it to be stretched across all, all three parts of the game. And they so. don't have that across. Mm. Um, now, and like, like we said, good teams rebuild with vets, and I don't think they have. My biggest issue, what we don't like is their forward line. Yeah. Who kicks goals? There's just no forward line whatsoever. Who kicks them? I, I couldn't tell you. I honestly have no idea. I that's, couldn't tell that, you. That's why I, I joked about Jordan Dawson before, being that sort of mid-sized forward for a quarter or two forward. Oh, 100%. Like it could seriously be be an option that they're going to have to go down, especially, as you said, the first four weeks of the season. Without text. Without text. Maybe without text this entire year. Oh, who knows? Big cloud over him. Well, I feel like the mental strength he's going to need to come back with facing the crowds, facing other players, the sledges. He's just honestly like put himself out there and oh yeah, really he's just, on the chopping block literally. Yeah, like people are just going to tear him down, so it's going to be so difficult for him to come back. In my opinion, uh, and there's just no goals in the team. No, no Tom Lynch now, who was like their sort of most experienced. Played forward. really well when he did play last year too. Yeah, he's a and great player. I think Croy's won majority of their games last year in the first four weeks, if I'm not yep. mistaken. They won three in a row or whatever it was. Um, who was the integral part of all of that? It was a Texan. All Tex. He kicked, I think he had three, three and one Brownlow votes in his first three. He's out for those first four weeks. They could get into a hole after round four and it's just one they can't get out of. That's well, what scares me for this team. With a young side, if you go zero and four first, first four games. Here comes the head slumps. Exactly. The head's going to be right down. The, the chest is not going to be out at all. No. And there's not, not going to be anyone around the locker room apart from maybe like a Rory Sloan walking around pumping the guys up. It's just going to be a, quite a toxic environment if they do fall to that 0-4, uh, which it could be. It looks quite likely with the lack of goals coming from the side. So. I think so too. Now, another thing we don't like, um, this leads on from Rory Sloan comment, it's, it's a weak midfield. Yeah. Now, it's not, now, hear me out, weak midfield in terms of actual strength and size. Yeah. They're a good midfield on paper with all their qualities. I like their midfield. Rory Sloan, great player, a star player. Uh, Matt Crouch when he's up and about. I mean, that's that's two All-Australians. Yeah. And he's throwing Rory Lee, that's Keys three. as well. That's three. They've got a three All-Australian midfielders in their midfield with Ben Keyes coming through exactly and Jordan Dawson potentially coming through as well. Yeah. So that's a great midfield. But if you look at those four we, we list off, Matt Crouch, Rory Laird, Rory Sloan, Ben Keyes. They where's all it, do the same thing. Where's the outside run and carry? Oh, there's not much of anything. It's just hard sort of ball getters, ball winners who are just going to handball and there's going to be no work by foot or anything. So I think Jordan Dawson might be. They need four Jordan Dawsons at this rate. I need ten. It's just I don't know what's going to go on with this midfield. You look at uh, some of the midfields that were dominating last year, like the Bulldogs and uh, the Demons. They've got like strength in all assets of the game. So obviously you got the like the Jack Vineys and the Libbers who are the in and under tough nut players. You got the Petrarcas and the Bontempellis who are the big goal scoring midfielders who run and carry and play by foot. 
and you've got different midfielders who are able to take it on the outside and lace someone out straight away. But that's not what they have whatsoever in this Crows team. Sloan so. can't kick. No. Ned can't kick. Matt he Crouch. He certainly can't kick. Matt and Matt Crouch. Crouch. Has he ever kicked over 25 metres? I don't think so. He's not that an, I've seen. He's an Angus Monfries spec top operator. You put him 40 metres out, I'm I'm worried for him. There's going to be battling for contested possessions in that team. And they're just battling for handballs and tackling, which they all do exceptionally well. Exactly. I yep. take nothing away. They are probably the best tackling and handballing midfield in the comp. Yep. All four of them, five of them, can tackle like crazy. But there's no point being all chips in on, on that because teams are just going to play them off the park. What happens when you see Bonapelli? Yeah, exactly. He just right. breaks through. Nothing with that midfield has that uh, burst of speed. Who's that Dustin Martin that can just break through the pack? That Bonapelli just breaks through. No game winners. And it doesn't need to be, you know, we're not asking for, you know, Usain Bolts here. Yeah. A bit of strength. So I think of an Ollie Wines. He can. You know, just burst through with his with his grunt. Jake Stringer. Jake Stringer, just grunt. Yep. None of that mid. I don't think Matt Crouch can run 100 metres in under 55 seconds, honestly. Exactly. So, anyway, let's move on to what we do like again, and that's our spearhead. But first, we'll take a break from our partner, Bet with Joel. All right, if you're having no luck on the pun, and trust me, we've been there. I mean, Doggo, tell me how Matt's multi went last season. One for 22, absolutely no good. That's stinking. Well, luckily this season, we are going to be betting with a bit of confidence thanks to our partner, Bet With Joel. Yeah, Joel's been killing it on the NBA for us this season. The Greyhounds are much the same, and he tore through the bookies last AFL season. And his AFL package is by far his most successful, and we're going to be on it for sure. So if you're keen to jump on board, make sure you visit the link in our description and sign up for his AFL season-long package, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. All right, now time for the spearhead. I've gone with Wayne Miller as their spearhead. I think if he can be that outlet out of defense, just hitting forwards, lace out. And like you said earlier, halfback flank has gone from the useless position to probably the most important position on the ground in the last 10 years. So he can propel this Crows team forward in every way possible. Quality, speed, and ball use. I love that for him. Now, for you, what do you think is your spearhead? I'm going to go with Jordan Dawson. Yeah. He's he's coming Agreed. into the team. We've spoken about him pretty much the whole podcast. I think he's the most exciting thing in Adelaide right now. So Dawson is going to, as we said before, uh, he's going to be awesome on the wing as we saw that role in Sydney. He came off the halfback in Sydney as well. And he was really dangerous going to the forward line. Uh, so who's to say he doesn't really spend a bit of time up there? He had games where he kicked four goals numerous times. I think he had four games with three-plus goals last year. Yeah, he was playing that uh, Perriman role from a couple of years yeah, ago, if fantastic. you remember that, yeah. when he kicked about four goals and he was spent 10% of his time in forward 50. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it's a really lot versatile player to have, and we were talking about the, the lack of um, versatility in their midfield. I think he can go in and be really dynamic and provide that. So him being the spearhead for this team, it, it just makes so much sense to me. And I think he has to play on ball for yeah. me. Well, we just spoke about their issues. He has to play on ball. He can get the most out of him. I think get he'll him love in the that guts. as well. Get him in. Yeah. They don't need him on the wing. Paul Seedman's a great winger. Probably yeah. the best true wingman in the comp. Apart from Langdon. Yeah, I knew you would say that, apart from Carl Amon. But um, <laughs> no, probably the best true winger in the comp. So uh, get Dawson in the guts. Now, their Achilles heel. We touched on these earlier. Who wins a tough ball in their midfield? No one's breaking through. No, no one's, one's the X break. factor. No one's the X factor. They're all a lot of the same. Who kicks goals? Tex is their forward line. Tex is out for four weeks. We don't even know if Tex plays. Yep. And if he comes back a shell of himself. Yeah, he, he may he may just do that. He's a massive confidence player, and the confidence is going to be the last thing that he's going to have when he this, comes back. So. I'm really worried. I mean this sincerely. I'm really worried. It might be like when he when Adam Goods was playing there. It could be constant booing for him. And I'm really yeah. worried for him. I mean that genuinely. That's not an easy thing for any player to overcome if it's consistent. Yep. I hope it's not. 
No, it's just another challenge he's going to have to face, I hope unfortunately. It's not. So. I, think, I think hopefully the AFL fans have learned from past mistakes and that's not going to happen again. Yeah. Um, but another thing, this is, the, this is a big Achilles heel for me. They've drafted projects. Yeah. It's it's not win now. It's sort of five year project type, which players. is what they need to do. They I do, take nothing yeah. away from this. They're a rebuilding site. I want them to draft projects. Who cares if you don't win any games this year? Exactly, but it's going to take time. It's going to take time. And they need to be patient and give it time. And they, and it, time is not right now. No. I like Josh Rochelle, Rochelle, Rochelle. I'm not too sure. I apologies how the pronunciation of that name. Um, like him, he's going to play midfield eventually, but he's got yeah. a mid forward role right now, and he can he, he'll play a really really good role. Yeah, and Phil Thorpe as well. Although he is a five year project, he's a five to ten year project. Like players don't just come on straight away who are bigs, who are rucks slash Especially tall wings slash key forwards. I don't even know what he is to be honest. He's a key forward who I he's, think they like. Uh, I don't really know. He I said he wants to play in the midfield. So he's, he's not, it's not going to happen. Sorry, it's not going to happen. But key forward. he's a five-year project to find out what he is, and that's what you need. Like obviously, uh, players can't come in straight away and be unbelievable if they're bigs. Apart from Josh Jackson, uh, Josh Jackson, <laughs> Josh Jackson. <laughs> now, Dogger Jackson from the Demons uh, came <clears throat> in straight away. His physical, physical gifts are undeniable. But enough about the Demons. Yeah, um, Phil Thorpe, obviously, he's got those physical gifts that we were talking about with Dogger Jackson as well. But a project. 100%. Five years minimum. Now we go back to that, that's their most recent draft with Rochelle. We go back a year earlier with the they took Thilthorpe one right. So this is their second year now in the system, second preseason, second season. This is when you start seeing players become who they are. Yep. This is the players they took that year. Thilthorpe one five year project. Luke Pedler at eleven. With hindsight, huge reach at yep. eleven. Not sure if he's even AFL standard. I apologise. Cook, 25, they took him with. I don't think he's played a game yet. I haven't seen him. No. Barry, 28. Plays his role. Not a bad player. But plays the same role that everyone else plays. But I don't know why they drafted him, considering they had six of the same player already in the midfield. Yeah, so another one. And then Rowe, 38, just plays his role. Yeah, good small forward. Brings plays a lot of role. energy. That's what we want. That's it. But plays his role. So nothing from that. Nothing out of those five. Look at that and go, oh, yeah. That's a Taron Thomas who's going to take over this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the, that's the guy. That's the guy who we're going to see huge improvements from. We may see huge improvements from him, mm. but right now, nothing looks ready for right now. It doesn't look like there's the room for them, either. No. Luke Pedler is another midfielder. Yeah. Same guy. Cook, who knows? Barry, same guy. Rose, small forward, who got dropped a couple times last year. Not sure how that goes for them. So... The jigsaw just isn't making any sense. No, I, don't, I don't see many puzzle. of the pieces coming together this year. Oh. Uh, obviously, as we said, in future years, that's what they're really building for at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but my prediction, I think they're going to be bottom four side. Yeah. They're not a bottom two side, in my opinion. Yeah. But this year, it's just such a stiff competition. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think they could fall to bottom or second to bottom for yeah. sure. Um, just, But it's steady improvements, I think. Oh, yeah. Their list is getting better. They've got a lot of hope for the future. And obviously, we love the coaching team there. Uh, but 17th, I reckon, for me, is my prediction. Yep, I've got them 17th as well, sitting second last. Recruited well, take nothing away from them. But they're a project team and their season. 2022 is not their season. No. 2024, 25, I could start going, all right, let's see what, how, what this team's got. Yeah. I can start seeing a push of finals. It requires the patience. It requires patience, and that is not right now. So, yes, I'm sure I'm going to cop this from many Crom fans here in Adelaide. Uh, probably our biggest uh, listener base is yep. Crom fans. Would be. I think we've been very generous to you, might I add. Lots of compliments, but this is a project team. Second last for me. I've gone one up on Kane Cord to put in last. So, yeah. But there's another one last thing on the Crom. I put them 17th because the teams around them, I think, have gotten better. Yeah. The only team I think that's gotten worse is Gold Coast. Yeah. Agreed. 
I think North Melbourne, they're better. Yeah, they have drafted well. Leaps and bounds in the midfield as well. Oh, 100 percent. And they've got kids like, like these, you know, fourth year players like a Jai Simpkin, like a Luke Davies, Uniac, a Tarrant Thomas. We yeah. go, oh, here they come. They're ready to explode. Crom aren't there yet. Yeah, couple more years, not yet. Um, but that's the end of our Adelaide Crows preview. I think we were pretty good there. Yeah, hope you enjoyed. I think I think I was very. Uh, I think I was very fair. Unbiased, I'd say. I'd say so too. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you in the next episode where we take on the Brisbane Lions. Thank you very much. Reminiscing on the days I ain't know what was ahead. What I gotta do to make sure the family fed.